And this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about reparations and the Ruhr in Germany. Under the Treaty of Versailles, Germany had to pay £6.6 billion in reparations to the Allied forces. And this was a huge burden and Germany found it very hard to pay. The period of 1919 to 1923 was particularly difficult for Weimar Germany, most especially because they were unable to pay their reparation instalments, and these were fixed regular payments. In 1922, the Weimar Republic stopped paying their reparation instalments. In 1923, France and Belgium retaliated by seizing the Ruhr, and this was a German region close to France to take what they believed Germany owed in the form of coal and other goods. The Ruhr was the main industrial region in Germany. The French and Belgians took control of all factories, mines and railways in the area. The actions of the French and the Belgians were legal in the eyes of the international community because of the Treaty of Versailles. In response to the seizing of the Ruhr, Ebert told German workers to go on strike. This was called passive resistance. But France and Belgium simply brought their own workers in to take their place. Over eight months, 132 people were killed and 150,000 Germans were kicked out of their homes in the Ruhr. After the Ruhr crisis, to help pay France and Belgium quicker, the Germans printed more money. This led to hyperinflation and had disastrous effects on their economy. When money was printed, Germans tied currency to a fixed value of gold. But Weimar Germany did not have enough gold to match the amount of money it was printing. This meant that the value of the German mark fell and that the price of goods increased rapidly. This caused hyperinflation, which means that the price of everything increases quickly. In 1918, a loaf of bread cost 0.6 German marks. By November 1923, it cost 201 billion German marks. So that is a massive increase in price. As prices rose every hour, people bought goods as soon as they were paid. This meant that they carried money around in wheelbarrows because it cost so much to buy things. To get around the problem of hyperinflation, people used a barter system instead of money, which meant they traded items. They might be like, okay, I grow wheat, so I'll give you that so you can give me some butter or something like that. People with savings, especially the middle class, lost all their money. People with a fixed income could not renegotiate, which means to discuss again to change their earnings. The elderly with fixed pensions could not get any money and so their incomes were destroyed. Small business owners went bankrupt. A few people actually benefited from hyperinflation. So people with debt benefited as they could pay it off easier. Farmers also benefited because people paid more money for food. However, it's important to remember that most people did suffer because of hyperinflation. People did not get their savings back when hyperinflation ended. And that sums up the reparations and the Ruhr, which led to hyperinflation. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, 
or you just realised how close your exams are, then just head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all your GCSE subjects absolutely free. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, you'll find the link in the bio. If not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people find our podcasts.